BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's that time of the year again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the red carpet as the Suns Jam Session proudly presents the 2022-2023 end-of-year Jammy Awards. What's a Jammy, you might ask? Well, it's an award that we give out over a plethora of different categories to different players throughout the NBA, both on the Suns and in the NBA. We always do a preseason Jammy Award preview, and we're going to review some of those as we hand out the hardware for this one to see how far off we were at the beginning of the season or how close we truly were. So I welcome you to another edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast. As always, I'm joined by my podcasting partner, Matthew, looking ever so good in your, your red carpet jacket, ready to rock and roll for the jams, the Jammy Awards here, huh? Yeah, fabulous night tonight, right? You had the jacket on, I had to get mine on, so <laughs> I didn't want to be left out, you know? Yes. Uh... Looking, I told you I look a little white trash, but we'll white trash it up tonight just for you folks. Yeah, and I, I'm wearing my tuxedo shirt that I actually went to the park this evening. I was walking the dogs, and there was somebody who worked for the city of Phoenix who was working at the park, and I swear they stopped and were staring at me for a long time from about 100 yards off, trying to figure out, is like, is that douchebag wearing a tuxedo shirt? I'm like, you damn right, sir. No, you I think damn he, right. I think he was wondering. He's like, it's tonight the jammies. I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm like, hey, that's man, probably what he was thinking. It's the jammy awards tonight, so you, you got to tune in, turn on, tune in, and you zone got out, baby, zone out. Red so, carpet's about to close. Everyone's coming in. The, the doors are gonna close. Get a lot of pictures started. out front. A lot of pictures, a lot of pictures. out front. Uh, rent a lot of bunny ears, mm-hmm. you know, people doing the bunny ears thing. It's like, come on, that's always a thing. Grade? Grow up, <laughs> grow up. Come on, this is a classy event here. We we, we keep it classy. We yeah. drink we drink white claws, blackberry white claws. <laughs> I was gonna say at the jammies. You know, you know, some wine sounds actually pretty good right now. Mm, do you have any wine, Matthew? No, but um, really quick, when I went to Jerome, there was a ports wine I've never tried before in my life. You never was- had a port. No, never. And I, oh my God, wine. I was like, this is the shit. This is why people love wine. This is why all the basketball players can drink this stuff and play the next day. It didn't make me feel bad. It tasted delicious and I felt great. Well, I will tell you this. A port wine is a higher alcohol uh, and thicker wine, if you will. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a dessert wine. You're meant to have like half a glass after you've eaten. So if you're drinking that like a normal glass of wine, you're just like, whoo. you're gonna feel it you're gonna have a good time so i assume you had a good time in jerome yes i did i drove home drunk just kidding whoa that's a long drive 
Oh, well, on that note, Jamsters, this is a reminder to subscribe, rate, and review. If you're watching along live on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. If you're watching a little bit later on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and what's this? I don't know what I was doing there, dude. What do I, what do I got in my jacket here? Oh, it's a thumbs up. What do you know? I got it at Target. Hey. Discount. This one? No, you don't want that one. Oh, Let whoops. Let me put that one away. Wrong pocket. Woo. Uh, but again, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow me at Darth Void and read my writing at brightsideofthesun.com. You can follow Matthew Lissy. I'm Matthew Lissy. And we're going to pop them if you got them. It's a big night for all the, the nominees. Is. I know that they're anxiously awaiting inside the theater as we get ready to announce some of our awards. So pop them if you got them, Suns fans. And let's, uh, let's get into some jammies. Yes, yes, yes. This is the annual Jammy Awards. For those of you who are new to the program, it's something, again, that we do at the beginning of every year. And then at the end of the regular season, we recap those Jammy Awards and we hand out the hardware, the official hardware for the season. So before we get into everything, Matthew, are there any surprises out there? Is there anything when you look back at the preseason, you're like, nailed that or man, I fucked that up. You know, the Dave King, I think last podcast, you went over Dave King's predictions, 14 of them. You all nope, nope. That was mine. That was exactly <laughs> mine. But if anybody got this season right, they got to be on ESPN. They got to be. They got to be paid the big bucks because this season was up and down, but a lot mm-hmm. of downs for a lot of teams, and just a big question mark over the whole thing. So if you guessed anything right, dude, you're you're nuts. You're, you're nuts. So it's it was an interesting season. That's to say the very, very least. And as we review some of these awards, we can talk about what our mindset was during the preseason when we were trying to map out what this season was going to look like. I don't think that anybody would have predicted some of the things that occurred. Uh, and I think there were some things that were somewhat predictable. So it's going to be kind of interesting. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's let's kick off the Jammy Awards intro. Think about God, all those. I love that. I like I, your intro for the pod, but like if we could just have that one and trademark it ourselves, I would. <laughs> that would be so could, badass. Yeah, that's the old intro for the Suns games back in the day. And then, of course, if you're watching, you can see what the trophies look like that we're handing out. You know, one's got a uh, uh, my head on top of it. The other one's got your head on top of it. And I know that people are wondering. And the answer is, if you win a jammy, you actually get two awards. You get both you get the john and matthew jam you get both of those awards so mm-hmm. they connect always, to each other too they do always double fisting always yep. double and fisting. the back to the front they connect incorrect they do they do they do but it's but it's uh it's cheek to cheek <laughs> it's how they're it's how it is so it's like you're always as you spin it it's never like anyways let's hand out our first <laughs> award huh matthew all right yeah everyone's let's, waiting let's do the acid jeans award. <laughs> 
the Acid Jeans Award for the most washed player, a.k.a. How is this guy getting minutes? Right. Real quick before we get into that one, a quick shout out to Saicho1999 in the Super Chat. We truly appreciate it. It says Jambalaya. Don't know how that applies, but you know what? Big fan. We're going to love Jambalaya. I love mm-hmm. jambalaya. I don't know about you. I've had it once and I loved it. Never had it again though. Oh man, shrimp jambalaya. I've had it a million times. I work in the restaurant industry. <laughs> it's what yeah. you do at the end of the week. You're like, shit, how, what, what, what do we put all this food into? Uh, just make a jambalaya, throw it over rice. Delicious. A little spice. <laughs> a little Creole spice. It's a compliment, right? Calling us jambalaya. So I yeah, love it. Jam- we are jambalaya. So here we go. The Acid Jeans Award. If you look at the preseason for this, Matthew, you originally stated. Landry Shamit for the Phoenix Suns. (laughs) And in the NBA, you said Blake Griffin. How are we looking? You know, I think Blake played some pretty decent decent minutes. He did. Mm -hmm. Um, There's one guy I think I could throw out there for the NBA. Okay. It'd be um, Austin Rivers. Wash. He got punched this year. Why is he still playing it? I don't even know what team he's on. I just saw him on the TV. Um, I think he's playing for one of the play-in teams. I could care less of who he plays for, but he's still getting minutes somewhere else. Is it the Nuggets? I think it is. I have the no nuggets. idea. I have no idea. Who's <laughs> no, I don't know. I thought he was in the play. Not a play-in team. Play-in team. Chances let me know, but I did see him on the screen, and I'm like, how is that guy still playing? Drives me nuts. I think he's a podcast guy now. Um, he he is one, but it was going to be Russell Westbrook, but then he kind of revived himself, and Max. he's getting a lot of minutes, and we'll see him in the playoffs coming up pretty soon. And maybe he'll be washed. Who knows? He might be washed and try to wear the whole team on his sleeve and ruin it for everybody. So hopefully that happens. For the Suns, it was Shamit, right? Now it's Shamit probably. <laughs> so so you're, you're if I had to Shamit. choose anybody going into the playoffs in this season, big letdown for me. Some decent stretches by him, but and some injuries too. But I just I don't I can't stand him on the court right now. He's the one guy, and I don't want to point out any Suns. Because I love all these guys. I really do. I'm rooting for him in the playoffs, obviously, right? We're all Suns fans here. Mm-hmm. But you have to choose somebody that's going to be Shamit for sure. So you're maintaining your pick as Landry Shamit as the Acid Genius Award winner. And again, you're going with Austin Rivers on the NBA level. Uh, looking at what some of the Jamsters are saying in the chat, Suns Geek says ShamWow. Uh, so says Jay says Chris Paul, although I believe that might be facetious. Zero replies with definitely not Chris Paul. (laughs) Uh, Fabio says the Wolves. Coach Fallen Founder says Udonis Haslam for me. Uh, Zero also says the Wolves. And Suns Down Under Podcast says Washed LeBron. The Wolves, yeah. The Wolves, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, My preseason pick was Torrey Craig. And still kind of ashamed of that one because he definitely proved otherwise this season. And I will say this, when you look at Torrey Craig preseason, you have to understand kind of what the mindset was before the season began. And he didn't have a great postseason. He didn't have a great season upon return with the Phoenix Suns last year. So I thought that perhaps it would carry on this season. I believe both him and campaign were the two guys I was really looking at this season. And I thought as they go, the Suns will go this season. That I remember that was very uh, an adamant take that I had at the front end of the season for the NBA. I said, uh, Ken- Kemba Walker. And, you know, he only played in nine games this year. He had eight points per game and he was waived from the Mavericks on January 6th. So I don't even know if he applies anymore, but I'll, I'll I'll say this from a Suns standpoint, I'm changing it from Tory Craig. I'm saying Jock Landell. 
I see. I, I thought there was gonna be a lot more jocks out there, but yeah, I'm going with Jock Landell for the Acid Jeans Award winner. I just I get that he brings us a, a burst of energy and he gives us some offensive presence on the interior when DeAndre is not on the on the floor. But I think as the postseason continues, we'll see less and less of him. And I think as the season continued, we were kind of rolling our eyes a lot of times when he came in the game. He'd shoot those wacky ass threes. No one was sitting there watching a, a Phoenix Suns game and and seeing Jock Landell come in with it with his cockadoo hairdo and saying, you know what? I really hope that Jock Landell hoists up a three tonight. And he did it time and time again. He shot 84 three-pointers this year. And 13. he made 25, 20, 25% oh. of them. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, 21. 21. So, okay. I thought you were going to ask me, so I was just throwing 13 out there. Okay. I should have. I should have been like, trivia time. Um, but that drops on a different stream yard thing right now because we're doing the jammies. So Jock is my pick. And then for the NBA, I figured, you know what? If I'm not going to do Kemba Walker because he's no longer in the NBA, so it doesn't really apply, I'm going to stick with another Dallas Maverick. I'm going to say JaVale McGee. Washed. Oh, yeah. Like, he was signed by the Mavericks, what was going to be the, the starting center, quote-unquote. Yes. You know, got, got paid. Got paid to go play over in Dallas. And he got played off the court back into his career. I think that JaVale McGee, who does hold a special play, place in all of our hearts as Phoenix yes. Suns for what he did last year, uh, Acid Jeans Award winner there. Dude, I like that one. Um, I remember when he signed, I'm like, oh, are we missing out? Should we have JaVale McGee still on this team? But, you know, deep down, I was like, that's not going to work out. We saw him in long minutes last year, how well that works. So that team just signs the craziest contracts and the craziest people, right? It does. Right? They're putting the, the wackiest shit together, and they're like, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like uh, it Moneyball. They're like, well, according to the advanced statistics, this should be amazing. I think it's not like Moneyball because, yeah, they just go by name. Yeah. They pick a name like, out of a hat. That's a big name. Oh, yeah, they do that. <laughs> yeah, and, pick it out of a hat. Yeah, and the winner is <laughs> JaVale McGee. Give him $9 million a year. So, all right, you ready for the, you ready for the next award? I'm ready. Let's do it. The Skeleton Key Award for the player who unlocks everything for his team. Yo, boob. All right, you boobs. Uh, Skeleton Key Award, obviously, again, as met, as uh, as stated, the the award for the guy who unlocks his team. My preseason pick was Jock Landale for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, swinging a miss on that. And I now would say that easily the answer to that is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's addition to the Phoenix Suns unlocks everyone around him. I know that he's only played eight games with his fellow starters, but we are all in awe, not only of his offensive capabilities and his defensive capabilities, but how he unlocks the players around him on both ends of the floor. Devin Booker's getting wide open threes. DeAndre Ayton is getting bounce passes to his hands, not at his knees, and having easy layups rather than dunks. Uh, Chris Paul's finding himself a catch-and-shoot shooter for the first time in his career, and he's knocking him down. And on the defensive end, due to his size, DeAndre Ayton can be a little bit more aggressive as well because he's not truly the last line of defense like he's been for season after season with this team. You know, the Landry Shamets of the world, the Chris Pauls of the world, even the Devin Booker at times knows they can gamble a little bit on defense because D.A. was always the guy back there. Now even D.A. has some support in Kevin Durant. So I think that he is the skeleton key award winner for the Phoenix Suns. As for the NBA preseason, I said it was Jamal Murray. I thought that his return to the Denver Nuggets would propel them to a number one seed in the Western Conference, which is what I stated prior to the season. And I'm not 
going to give it to him for this for the uh, end of year Jammy Award, Skeleton Key Award. Uh, I'm giving it to his fellow teammate Nikolai Jokic. I just think he once again proved how effortless he can play basketball and how efficient he can play basketball in setting up his teammates. Jamal Murray didn't have the greatest of years. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. didn't have the greatest of years, but they always shined when Nikola Jokic was the one who set them up to shine. Aaron Gordon was a borderline all-star this year. Why? Because Nikolai Jokic made him one. And they were the number one seed in the Western Conference due to his efforts. So that's who I'm nominating for my Skeleton Key Awards. Matthew, for yourself, uh, you, you want to read off what some of the Jamsters are yeah, down? Yeah, let's see what's Go going on. First of all, great pick. Obviously, he can win that every year, I, I think. And he looks like he has Skeleton Keys, like, to his hip it uh, slows like him down from a running standpoint <laughs> yeah sons geek says kevin durant i think it's some kevin durant sons geek says super dario well, come make on up sons geek mind, make up geek. your mind juan romero says mikhail bridges hate dot zero josh akogi fabio nazaki says uh sons kd nba kd yeah and that's what i thought you were going to say too john so sons down under podcast says sons akogi nba drew holiday mm, good, like pick. good pick good both. Really well thought out. You did your studying for the jammies. Uh, Joel Ramirez says it's Devin Booker. And then also Sonia. Long time no see. Yeah, welcome back, Sonia. Good welcome to see back, you. Katie. So, All right. Yeah, so I'm going to go. Um, well, let me this, say this. Was, yeah. Let me say this before. So from a Sun standpoint, preseason, you said Cameron Payne. Where are you now? Oh, man. It's not. It's not at all. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm going to go KD too. Um, there's a guy too on this team in a Kogi that might hit almost every award here, but it's obviously it's KD eight. No, I mean, this, it's a guy that's going to make everything easier for him. Everybody else on the court, especially DA. Um, but when he comes on the team, it's just, it's effortless. And uh, he unlocks, of course, everyone's heart as a Suns fan, for sure. Um, as for the NBA, I'm going to yep. go, um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Did you, you're going to say who I picked last year? I will after you pick it. I got to be better. Okay. better uh, well, I know who I picked. Did I pick Kyrie? No, I'm just kidding. I picked nope. Scotty Barnes. <laughs> you picked Scotty I did. Barnes. And that was that one. like just The oh, team my. that just got Free eliminated in the play-in from the Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes. Was he even playing? You don't even notice no. him on the court was anymore. Was he? I watched that whole game. I don't even remember one Scotty Yeah, Barnes I don't remember one thing. I was like, wait, did he play? I watched maybe the fourth quarter. But yeah, that guy's just like not even the same. Maybe it's just a sophomore curse or whatever they call it. Sophomore slump. For him, hopefully, because I love that dude. Um, but NBA, I'm gonna choose Kyrie. Just kidding. I'm gonna choose Robert Williams of the Celtics. Um, oh, a guy okay. that is very interesting. You know, listen to Bill Simmons, but when I see him on the court, um, obviously I don't watch too much other teams and too many other games, maybe 20 to 30 hours tops a season. I'm watching other games. I'm not gonna lie, guys. But when I do watch the Celtics, when I watch Robert Williams. I'm like, that guy is a difference maker. You hear it from the Celtics fans too, but he just, there's something in him that just puts fear in a lot of other teams. And if they have him on the team this year, they have an absolute shot to go to the finals. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's a tremendous guy down there low. I mean, he's like the one guy where I actually do fear with looking at him. His eyes are just, there's something in them. I'm like, I don't want to mess with them. I feel bad for DA if he has to play against that guy. So he is the NBA guy for building yeah. key guy. He's uh, he's somebody who, when he's not out there, it's noticeable for the Celtics. And, I, and I'm with you. I'm not like I don't sit here and watch a ton of Boston Celtics basketball. But from what I have watched and gathered from you know reading the Athletic and and ESPN and NBA.com and following Bill Simmons, obviously who always has to talk about the Celtics. Like you're, they're sitting yeah. there. 
he's interviewing like Ben Affleck and and Matt Damon. They're talking about the movie Air, which by the way, go see that movie. That's a good movie. Good, yeah. Really enjoy it. I heard it's good. I heard it's ninety nine percent. I think it's ninety nine percent or something. It, it was one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, okay, but anyways, like he'll somehow slip in like something about the Celtics. But that being said, there's a reason why people talk about Robert Williams the way they do. There's a validity to it, and it's simply because of just that, like his ability, especially on the defensive end, to dictate pace uh, is what allows the Boston Celtics to be uh, successful. And when he's not out there, they can look really lost sometimes. So something to keep an eye on as the postseason occurs. But for the regular season, Matthew is giving his jammy award for the skeleton key to Robert Williams on the NBA level. And we both give it to KD for the Phoenix Suns. All right, next award up. The Mad Max Most Improved Player Award. <laughs> I always love that. Trip. I was just, I'm, I'm just trying to go through and just like, oh yeah, let's go. What do you got? But then I always have to chuckle at that. <laughs> well, and for those of you again who are who are new time watchers or listeners, the reason it's the Mad Max most improved players. If you've ever watched the first Mad Max, it just sucked, and every F- Mad Max after that was so much better than that. It's easily a, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, most improved player award, Matthew, preseason for the Phoenix Suns. You had Devin Booker. Where are you at now? Um, so I think there's gonna be a lot of Okogies, but I'm gonna say Mikael Bridges. Okay, he's gonna be my guy. I'm just gonna spoil it right now. He's my guy for the Suns in the NBA. The way he improved in like the last three weeks is with the team where he looked like a new dude. He looked mm-hmm. like Booker's. He had Booker shot out there. He was leading us to victories. He stood up. I mean, out of anybody that we needed, you know, we needed some help. When he wanted to win, and he he got up, he he got dirty, he was playing a little bit selfish, but it improved his game. He was solid, and it's funny when he gets traded, everyone's like, I don't know how this can keep up because he wasn't this way in Phoenix, but he was, um, and that's why it was hard to see him go because he's like, oh shit, there's something there. And then, dude, with the Nets, he's been ridiculous. Obviously, that team uh, is in the playoffs right now as a six seed. And we're all going to root for them, but he's just noticeable. He's going to be a star next year. He's going to be a all-star for sure. Um, so, yeah, most improved for sure. I've never seen some guy, especially on the Suns, change that dra- drastically. I think he's that player for sure. But just to, like, go at it like that and just the confidence build with, between one game and another and just the rest of the season after that, that's the most improvement I've ever seen in ever. We all, in we all, we all wondered if he would take the leap this year and – even midway through the season, he was kind of chugging along. You're like, yeah, McHale's McHale, right? Yeah. And then he just flipped a switch, man, and he, he hasn't turned it off ever since. I think that's a that's a good one. What about for the NBA? Preseason, you said Gordon Hayward. Most improved oh, yeah. player, Gordon Hayward. I chose a lot of Hornets, but no, it's Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail on both. Okay. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Okay. I always have to – sorry, I'm, I'm typing these in because I logged all of these so we can always remember – uh, where we fucked up. All right. So from the Jamsters, we have Psychohawk2000 says Mikhail Bridges for show. Fabio <laughs> gives it to DA. Hada Zero to Josh Akogi. Jonathan E's giving it to Tori Craig. Hada uh, also says and Mikhail Bridges. Joel Ramirez, Mikhail Bridges for the Suns and Laurie Markinen for the NBA. Suns Down Under gives it to Akogi and Mikhail Bridges. Fabio gives it to Akogi and Mikhail as well. Uh, Laurie from Huevo. Uh, Sonia says J.O. and Mikhail. Sons Geek says 
uh, Akogi for the Suns and Laurie Markkinen, Mikhail, and others for the uh, Suns for the geek. NBA. Pull it together, geek. dude. Got to make geek, one, dude. <laughs> you got <gotta, laughs> to commit to something, man. It's you can't one make winner. everybody happy. You can't I, have three I, people walk up on stage. You can't have others show up on stage, Suns geek. Like how, we don't have that many awards. <laughs> Do better for tomorrow we, night. We, all right, we, we don't have that many awards. We yes, perfection. we will be live on Suns Geek's <laughs> channel tomorrow. So yes, we perfection. Uh, Juan Merrill says Bridges again. And Kristen Perez says, Tori Craig, hands down for good sure. One. Love that good, one. Good one for sure. So um, I will start with the beginning of the season as well. I chose uh, Dario Sarch. Or no, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson was going to be my Mad Max award winner. He it, it was both him and McHale, right? We're like, one of these guys has to become the most improved Phoenix Sun for this team to progress to take that next step. And it was McHale who ultimately did it, but Cam, Cam had a good season, right? Yeah. I mean, I look at the box score. He has those same Cam stats, man. Mm-hmm. He needs time. He needs a little bit more time than McHale. They they are pretty consistent. Uh, I will say Josh Akogi is my Mad Max award winner. Most improved. Yeah. Jo- Josh Akogi came into this team, a defensive stalwart, somebody who we knew had it on the defensive end. We didn't know how many minutes he was going to get. Uh, a very, very poor shooter in his time in Minnesota. So any offense was going to be a bonus. And now he's part of a starting five that is like a legendary starting five for the Phoenix Suns. And he earned his way there. So to go from a guy who you're like, hey, man, maybe he's like our 12th guy coming off the bench to be in the starting five, like Josh Kogi, Mad Max award winner for me. As yeah. well, as it pertains to the NBA, I had Anthony Simons as my pick for the Mad Max Most Improved Player Award. And... I have I have a couple things. One, I have Laurie Markkinen. I think Laurie Markkinen is going to win the award. I think Laurie Markkinen going to Utah, and he just thrived, and he was everything that the Bulls and the Cavs ever wanted him to be. He's everything that he was drafted to be, uh, and then some. He's got some size to him now, so he can play inside and outside, and he's been fantastic in Utah, and he gives Utah, who already has a ton of assets, another asset or somebody to build around in the future, and I think that's valid. And the other one I'm going to give is uh, you know, something that keeps coming back and coming back and coming back, and I don't know how. It's LeBron James's hairline. Like, I was watching <laughs> the game last night, which is one of the worst fucking games I've ever seen, by the way. Like, stuck on 95 for, like, five minutes. You're like, this is a play-in game, quote-unquote. No one of these teams suck. And I'm like, and, I, and LeBron's on the free throw line. I'm like, dude, that hairline, man, he just he keeps getting it. I didn't notice it. It's because it's, it, it's he has it so it's not noticeable anymore. It's just like replugged and replugged and replugged. It's like somebody who takes really good care of a golf course. Like it's like Augusta, Augusta uh, golf course where the Masters is played. You've only played for like four months out of the year because they're working on it for eight months out of the year, so it looks pristine. It's the same thing with LeBron's hairline. Like he works on that thing all the time. Yeah, so- I'm sure he has like little fairies. Uh, right as soon as he walks into the tunnel, there's fairies that just go to work. Yeah, instantly. It's yeah, like in his cryo chamber yeah that you know? game though too man about like Ooh. two teams that just never gave a fuck all year kind of in- injuries and minnesota was missing some guys excuse my language just more the lakers just never care bad oh my god the end of that game bad lebron game. trying to throw the game maybe who knows because that's what it looked like dude. what him throwing that the ball to dennis schroeder and he actually made it dropping the ball throwing it out of bounds off of his hands fumbling the ball and somebody tweeted out today and they were so right like there's a picture of Dennis Schroeder, you know, doing the ice in the veins three yeah. and then LeBron as well. And they're like, imagine if the Suns did that. If the Suns did that, everyone would think it was the most cringiest thing ever. 
Whereas when the Lakers do it, everyone's like, this is the greatest photo taken this season. It's just the duality of the Lakers. Yeah. Situation. There was a time though where the, the three thing got kind of cringy because we were losing. Yes. yes. When you're losing, it's bad. When you're down 10 and you're yeah. hitting those threes and Mikhail's kind of throwing your fingers at you. <laughs> and when you're fouling the corner three guy, that might tie the game. <laughs> oh, good bad. old AD man. Never. Yeah. You can, that was you, a can foul. you can never not count on him. So I'll tell you who you can count on. That's Matthews. <laughs> The Matthews Dad Sixth Man of the Year Award. You know that last three? He looked around. He was going to be like the new Devin Booker and find somebody. He like, man, fuck this. Yeah, man, fuck this. You know what? Um, EJ, I know you're watching. Mm-hmm. I know you're watching. And we appreciate it. I know you're at the other podcast, but come on. Come on the pod once, all right? <laughs> We'd love to have you, EJ. I'd like to finally meet my dad. Yeah, we'd like to just have a couple conversations about why you abandoned Matthew so young and early, and it it resulted in 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 him making out with pencils and such. (laughs) My preseason pick for the sixth man, the Matthews Dad Sixth Man of the Year Award winner, was Dario Saric. Boy, was I wrong on that one. Who? Ouch. Uh, And for the NBA, I chose Bones Highland, who's now playing for the Clippers and is kind of filling that role. Oh, interesting, man. Did you think those were good picks then or now? Um, Bones is different. Bones could have been something, but there's something with that guy. I don't think he'll ever be a good locker room guy unless he grows up. You know what I mean? Like he just causes a ruckus. It seems like, so he's kind of like one of your picks for the six man that we'll talk about momentarily, but for the Suns, the the challenge with the six man for the Suns is due to the flux in the roster, the injuries that occurred throughout the season, we never truly had somebody defined in that role. So as I sit there and I was thinking, who do I give it to? Who gets the Matthews Dad Award for this one? Because it's just, I, I I couldn't think of anybody. So after long, hard thinking and some trials and some tribulations, I decided that I was just going to give it to the Outlet Boys. Ross. The Outlet Boys. I mean, why not? Why not give it to the Outlet Boys in this situation? Because they're important coming off the bench. They had like three really good games. And who the fuck else are you going to give it to? Campaign? He wasn't around. Busy? Yeah. Defense? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So that those are my two picks or, or my picks for the, the Suns. And relative to the NBA, I would just went with Malcolm Brogdon. Going kind of back to the Celtics. Yeah, he's team. a favorite. You talked about no, he's actually not the favorite. Uh Eman- Emmanuel Quickly is from oh, the from the New York Knicks. Uh, but I think much <laughs> akin to your Robert Williams argument, Malcolm Brogdon is is big for that team. I mean, he's a starter on every other team in the NBA. And he's coming off the bench and spelling Marcus Smart, and he's been playing really, really well this year. So I think that he's the Matthews Dad's sixth man of the year award winner. So what are the jamsters saying, Matthew? All right. Well, we got Suns Geek in here. Let's see what he says. Busy. Ooh. Hey, he pick one. He left it at that. Love you, Suns Geek. Coach Fallen Founder. I met my daddy, buddy. Then he retired from podcasting. Oh, P Dog 006, Terrence Ross, Coach Fallen Founder again. Uh, Suns Craig, NBA Colin Sexton. Okay. P dot zero says Dwayne Washington. Ooh, ouch. I, yeah, he was. Once upon a time, he, he was. was. He was. And I don't want to hear if the Suns start, if they're missing shooting or anything off the bench, I don't want to hear anything about Dwayne Washington, all right? He's gone. I don't want to hear about, we need Dwayne Washington. Why did we let him go? Because that's not, not going to be. be a thing. Let it be. Yeah, that's not going to be a thing on this podcast at all. Um, <laughs> who, did, who did I choose? Um, I'm going to give it to Biz. 
I was gonna say Craig, okay. but he just now moved into the because well, um, maybe I'll give it to Craig okay. because you give it to the outlet boys, and we really haven't seen much, and we're excited about them in the playoffs. I think I'm gonna give it to Craig. I was gonna give it to Busy, but I'll save him for another award. Craig okay. deserves it because I think he is a great bench player, but he's had to start all season long. But now we're gonna see some good Craig minutes coming off the bench, man. You guys are gonna be so excited when he gets out there playing defense, just you know, cut to the basket, doing Craig things. I'm I'm excited for the future right now. Juiced up, getting juiced I, yeah. up. Yeah. So that is a difficult one because everything everything was just in and out. All these guys were hurt or traded stuff like that um for the nba i'm gonna give it to the favorite quickly and the only reason i did it's not like i went to an nba betting site and i said who's you know every time i do this award i do do that because i have no idea like who's i'm like i didn't know i I didn't know you had an nba betting site you never gamble (laughs) i can tell you about all the parlays that i hit today man i made some good money i'm gonna make some good money these playoffs man because i know are you yeah because like half the time you're betting in the NBA on the, in the NBA regular season. You're hoping for this mm-hmm. to happen and a point total here and a point and an assist total here. And then it never happens because the guys never play enough fucking minutes, but now we're going to get like 45 oh, minutes yeah. a game of everybody. Totally true. So it's going to happen. I hit two. Now, granted one was on a miracle last second three pointer by Brandon Ingram that I needed, but he mm-hmm. hit it. And I won a bunch of money on that one. Cause I had like a four legged parlay in that game. So I won both my four legged parlays today. Uh, but continue. I, I digress. Hey, no worries. No, and it's not even, you know, it's not even worth it. You know, I'm going to admit to the Jancers. I went to go see these names, you know, top five. Um, I saw, um, you know, I saw Brogdon. I saw Quickly, and I was like, you know what? I've watched Quickly a few times this year, and I'm very impressed. You know, the little short shorts, they leave you wanting more. And mm. plus, his game is just, it's good, man. That New York Knicks team, of course, um, is actually in the playoffs this year. But he's played a big part of it. I mean, coming off the bench, he's only averaging the 12 points. 60 games this year um, off the bench, 21, 22 started, but he was averaging 20 points when he's coming, when he was actually starting. So I'm like, oh, does that even count? I think so. 60 games right now. Next year, they're going to do the 65 games 65, where you have correct. to, you know, be, a, I, I think it's just play a game, but not that come does, off the bench or anything like that. That doesn't matter for the jammies, baby. We don't have any, it like doesn't. there's no rules in these. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, that being say that my, will, that will affect one of, my, one of my, in fact, the next award, it will affect my, oh yeah <laughs> well yeah that's it i mean that's all six man award Will all right so in 10 years uh, i don't think so again preseason you had jock landell for the suns and jordan pool for the nba how do you feel about those picks now jordan pool mm. i think he still counts right he's good ish yeah he is good he's not what we thought he was gonna be this year obviously because exactly. of what happened but he was he was gonna be it until he got knocked out and like, he looks sad all the time instead of picking up the silent reporters after every game he just looks like a different dude he looks like a puppy dog out there but he's he's definitely a six-man candidate let's give out and jock, I love jock the bob gunton defensive player of the year but you trust in the lord your ass belongs to me all right, Bob Gunton, Defensive Player of the Year Award. Matthew, preseason for the Suns, you gave it to Mikhail Bridges. And in quite possibly the worst pick that we've had thus far on the jammies, <laughs> in the NBA, you gave it to Benjamin Simmons, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, So I did, what huh? I want you to do is yep. justify the Ben Simmons pick and then give us the Suns in the NBA now. You know, he actually was playing really good. He was. There was a stretch there where his defense was picked up. He, he was averaging, what, 2-2-2 two, two, and two on the season? But his defense was there. <laughs> and I'm a guy, I'm a Ben Simmons supporter. You guys can talk shit all you want. 
I love Ben Simmons. And the fact that it takes these guys this long, even like um, Zion to get mentally prepared to come back, it's a thing. It's a real thing with these guys now. Um, there's, you know, social media is involved, but I, they were playing good, man. When they had those three on the court, it was looking pretty solid for the new for the New Jersey Nets, for the Brooklyn Nets. I just, uh, you know, it's not his fault that team split up and they just wanted to go other places. So Ben Simmons, he was a candidate for real. Sir Hamo says, Jesus, Lissy, Ben Simmons is a national disappointment. Hamo being from Australia. Exactly, national disappointment. Can you imagine being a national disappointment, having to go play basketball when everyone's looking at you and trying to pick your nose the whole time? I'd be a disaster too, man. <laughs> Sack up, Ben. No one does. All right. All right. So, again, who do you give it to the Suns and who do you give it to in the NBA this year? Oh, the Josh Kogi. So I thought there was like a big, like, I was going to say go. the replacement for Mikhail Bridges and maybe even a better man on defense. I was going to say that, but that's not good. Should've. I miss you, Mikhail. But Kogi is really fucking good. I think I've cried a few times on this podcast after a game watching him play defense. He's just that fantastic. And defensive player of the year, who am I going to throw out there? JJJ is the only one I really played, paid too much attention to. Okay. And any guy that can be down there causing a ruckus like him, shot deterrence and all that, shot blocking defensive player of the year for sure um uh he probably will win it in real life too i'm assuming yeah you're except prob- for minutes played and all that i heard ben uh, bill simmons talk about it on the pod today so yeah we'll we'll see suns geek gives it to josh akogi sir hamill gives it to jo as well fabio gives it to o- uh, kogi and mikhail suns down under podcast for the suns gives it to akogi and for the nba gives it to brooke lopez uh, Dagoon says anyone but Luca, and I don't think we have to worry about that. It's a Kogi hands down from P Dog 006, and Joel Ramirez says JO for the Suns. Uh, preseason for myself, I had Mikael Bridges, and for the NBA, I had Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, for the Suns, I'm gonna give it to DA. Now, I know that might not be a popular pick, and I know that the majority of people are saying, uh, you know. Kogi, and I agree, but I don't know if we got, we didn't get top level defense from Akogi all year because he didn't play all year. Midway through the season, he started playing a little bit. I like what DA brought this season defensively. It, his defense was never something I truly worried about. Uh, there, there were spats when this team was losing games where we were unbelievably hampered with injuries in which I felt a lot was put on his shoulders and he wasn't didn't have the ability to perform because no one was around him. But as this team got back together, as the band got back together and started playing the greatest hits, I think that he once again showed how he is. You can't you can't play him off the court. And you're seeing this in the play-in games, right? You're seeing certain guys who they just kind of get played off the court, and you're going to see it more and more in the playoffs. And you're going to be so appreciative that you have DeAndre Ayton. As for the NBA, I'm going and sticking with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, part of my argument against JJJ is – as Bill Simmons mentioned, as you mentioned, minutes played, played 63 games. But it comes down to this factor, and this is it for me. Who scares you more on defense? Who's the scariest guy on defense in, in, in the league, in your opinion? For me, it's Giannis. The guy can fucking, he can be on the opposing three-point line and block your shot in two steps. JJJ doesn't scare me because he fouls too much. He's out of the sure. game half the time because he he's, while he's a good defensive player, he is an all-or-nothing kind of guy. He's like uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. 
You know, he's going to bat 195. He's going to hit 30 yurps, but it's like it's a home run or a strikeout every time with JJJ. And for that reason, because he's not matured enough yet to do it, I like Giannis. Giannis scares me. Cool. Great pick. Sideshow in the chat. Again, another 1999 in the chat. Truly appreciate it. Jock or Ben, who you got? Well, we know Matthew all day. Yeah, I think I still. You're adding someone. It's like, hey, it'd be the perfect organization to come to for Ben Simmons. But then Katie's like, damn, I thought I got away from you. But yeah, no, I wouldn't bring him here. He's gone. Send his ass to Oklahoma City and let him figure that shit out. So, all right. Well, let's go to the next award. The surprise the fuck out of you award. Here's Johnny. For the guy who surprised the fuck out of you. So this is where Josh Akogi comes in for me because he surprised the living fuck out of me. The living fuck out of me. This J.O. guy. Out of nowhere, masked man, no masked man, flying all over the place, snagging rebounds way above his, his weight class, if you will. Boxing out guys way above his weight class. An amazing season for Josh Akogi. And what's interesting is he was my pick for the for the preseason surprise the fuck out of you award. So thank you, J.O. I called it at the beginning of the season. Wow. I that, hey, yeah. everybody, round of applause for John. Oh, I got one. I got yeah. one. I got one. I would not have seen that one. Well, if, if you remember at the beginning of the season, I said a guy who has the defensive capability that he has translates. And if he could just put any semblance of an offensive game together, he's a he will be a quality player who will surprise us this year. And sure enough, that's what he did. Uh, as for the regular season, uh, or I'm sorry, the NBA, surprise the fuck out of you, I put Jalen Brunson. And that was because I didn't know if, I, I, I think even though he got the contract in New York, not a lot of people thought that he was actually going to be able to perform under the bright lights or that his game would translate to being a, a guy who can carry the team in the backcourt. He, he came up under Luca's tutelage and Luca's ball usage uh, percentage. So we didn't know if he had it. And I thought that he would. I thought that what he has and his ability to get to the paint uh, would be something that would allow him to be successful in New York. I feel like I was right there. I think that he's going to be somebody who'll probably be a third team NBAer. But for the season, I'm giving it to SGA. Uh, I am so surprised at just how, and maybe, and maybe this is some recency bias because we played the Oklahoma City Thunder four times in the last like month and a half, and I think two of those times, two or three of those times, we played SGA. Uh, definitely the last two. And we had front row seats to watching how effective this young superstar is and how he can get to the rim, how he can make shots. And it's only going to get better from a shot making standpoint. So I'm going to go with SGA and JO as my surprise the fuck out of your award win. Uh, surprise the fuck out of your award winners for 2022 2023 season, Matthew. Yeah, Brunson could still be it too, right? I mean, uh, he, he surprised can. me. For sure. I thought that contract was bullshit. And I didn't think the Knicks were doing knew what they were doing again, like they always do. But great pickup. And I'm so glad that happened to Dallas. Thank God. That's the best part of it is they don't have him on the team. Uh Suns Down Under podcast says Suns Josh Akogi. I think that's gonna be everyone's answer. NBA Lori Marketin. Um Hebu says, or Hebo, excuse me. Okogi, no doubt. Hey dot zero, the Sacramento Kings. That's Hell a good yeah. call. That's a good you know, call. A team that played hard when no one else cared. Dagoon. Um, Gogurt. I'm Gobert. Gobert. Gogurt's making a comeback. Maybe. I I was thinking of saying Gobert from I don't know why that doesn't make any sense either. 
Coach Fallen Founders, son, Saban Lee, NBA, Paulo Panchero. Sure, that's a great one. Uh, P-Dog, double six, Kogi, uh, E-Mac, N-A-Z, Saban Lee, LOL. And then Joel Ramirez says, sons, Wayne Washington Jr. with some insane scoring games. True, he did surprise us in the beginning. Um, who am I going to give it to? Okogi, of course. Well, we're well I'll, I'll say this. Preseason for the Suns, you said DA. Okay. And, and preseason for the uh, the NBA, you said AD. Okay. Well, AD, I mean, he did play a solid year for AD, right? He was, wasn't he player of the month last month? He might have been. For Western Conference? Yeah. So I also predicted something else for him, too. I thought he would actually be uh MVP candidate. That did not happen. Well, um, he played in a total of 56 games, starting 54 of them this season. Not bad. I think I said 60 games. Um, no, I said 70. Okay, I'm going to give it to Markkinen. Markkinen, this is kind of like the uh, most improved player too, right? It's like I kind of got him flip-flopped. I have Markkinen for surprise the fuck. Guy that he I wanted. surprise the fuck out of us. Guy that I fucking wanted, and he's an all-star this year, dude. He's up there, and they're skipping over him in the draft. He's just sitting there, and he's like, wait, am I supposed to get picked? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I don't know. Uh, crazy year by him and that Utah Jazz team. Um, well-deserved. A guy that should be a son. And what about the Suns? You should stick with J.O., right? Yeah. J.O. I mean, that's that's I th- a I think, safe one, right? I think we all know that that's the right answer. I think so, too. The Uncle Jesse Katsopoulos Award for the guy with the best hair. Have mercy. All right, Matthew. Preseason. You said Cameron Johnson, and in the NBA, you said Gordon Hayward. Again, two Gordon Haywards in the preseason. That's what I'm saying. What, what is my fuck? thing with the Hornets and Gordon? <laughs> what the fuck? How many that? games did he play this year? Oh I think he played. He just was non-existent. He played this year, but that team after that um, suspension was not the same, <laughs> and the and the injuries. Um, you know, this is tough, right? But I'm going to give it to Ish for the Suns just because he got rid of those, Um, I think it was dreads he had before. They're considered, and he has more of a poof now, and I like that more. It's more who, intimidating. Who, who did you say again? Ish, Ish Wainwright. Sorry, did okay. I say Ish Smith? No, no, I just, I was. I think looking. I said Ish Smith. Okay, that um, was wrong then. Ish Wainwright, for sure. It's a better look for you, dude. Keep it. Um, Don't go back to the dreads. I don't really like those ones. It just turns me off, you know? Mm-hmm. But for the NBA... The okay. guy that this is the funniest fucking thing that's happened all year, I feel like, is Jimmy Butler. And it's, it's a short <laughs> period of time, but he grew those he, he grew those dreads out, which were totally fake. And he took media day pictures and they use on the Jumbo Chop. <laughs> that is the funniest thing that anybody's ever pulled in the NBA. I cannot get over that. And I feel like it's overlooked how hilarious that is. Well, for those of you who are wondering what Matthew is uh is talking about hold on a second i'll actually <laughs> I was like you gotta pull that one i should have had it ready because that is the funniest thing yeah i mean that's this, this is your thing you got to pull this up but i'll pull this up real quick this is what jimmy butler did before the season <laughs> yeah. he grew the, he grew it out and then he cut it right after the season started but for the rest of the season like any well, it's promo, fake. yeah it's fake it's just uh, extensions it's yeah he, he rocked the extensions for it, so <laughs> that's a that's a damn good one that's a damn good one uh yeah. looking at what some of our jamsters are saying in the chat uh again kudos to everyone who's joining us for this we yeah, really appreciate it much uh, we love seeing popcorn. what you're saying uh <laughs> so says jay says me um boy does he love him pretty Suns down under book for the suns and one of the jalen jalen williams dudes from okc oh uh, jalen williams that hair that looks fake that looks like a wig it does it does look yeah. fake 
and that's recency bias. We just watched the OKC game, so I assume Suns Down Under is referencing that. Uh, Jock from Coach Fallen Founder and Jared Allen. Zero says D. Lee and SGA. And then Christian Perez says, yes, Jimmy Buckets for the NBA. So uh, preseason for myself, I said Dwayne Washington Jr. And instantly after I said that, like he cut all his hair off. And then he stopped. Then, then shortly thereafter, he was no longer a member of the team. <laughs> and then I said Kevin Kevin Huerter for uh, for the NBA because I always say I always say Jared Allen. So I was like, I'll throw a spin on it. I'll say the Red Rocket out there in Sacramento, Kevin Huerter. Uh, I Miranda. agree with I agree with you on Ish. Uh, Ish it does now ha- own the title for the Jesse Katsopoulos Best Hair Award winner, and I'll give it to SGA, a second award in a row for SGA. I like his I like his braids. And I like the uh, the headband over, and I just think it looks clean. It looks very clean the way he has it. I was yeah. watching him again tonight, and I was just like, wow, "I wish I looked man. like him." Yeah, I wish I looked like SGA. So says Jay. He will not apologize for his fabulous hair or his ego. It is pretty good. Next time I, I gotta touch it. I just don't know what it looks like because it's always changing. I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says "bad motherfucker." <laughs> The Jules Winfield Bad Motherfucker Award for the guy you'd like most to have with you to fight in a back alley. Back alley fighting, buddy. Uh, preseason, I said Jock Landell and Anthony Edwards. Uh, I think that's kind of self-explanatory. Jock Landell, maybe he's got a little bit of, uh, you know, this is a knife, crocodile, Dundee to him. <laughs> so, accent, right? It has you know, you feel like that guy, just his voice alone would scare motherfuckers away. And Anthony Edwards, I think that's that was some recency bias after watching that movie. I forget the name of it, but the one that he was in with Adam Sandler, and he just seemed like a prick in it. I'm like, yeah, I could have this guy back me up in an alley fight. Uh, that's obviously changed for the Suns. I actually, I was thinking CP3 because he's a crafty hmm. son of a bitch. Right? Like, he, know, he knows the rules of the fight. And he knows how to bend them to win. He's the kind of guy who, like, kick you in the balls. So you're getting ready to do it for a back uh, a back alley fight. You've been kicked out of the bar. They should they've thrown you out of the bar in Jamsterdam, which coach with coach fallen founder running bar there. He's like, get yeah, out of here. Dude, stop tending bar, man. There's no one there. It's a ghost town. <laughs> it is. Remember Jamsterdam? That should be yeah. that should be one of my things. Dude, Jamsterdam. I cannot that thing was so cool. I can't wait to do that. Like after this after this season, I'm gonna retire and just do Jamsterdam full time. Yeah. Well, we just lives. need to hire a staff. Yeah, it needs to be like 10 it. people. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, so what do you do? Like, I, wait, what are we doing? I They're control like, Jamster down. How do we make money off of this? I don't know. We can put advertisements on the buildings. Jamolians, whatever the hell you call them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, CP3, I just feel like he'd be crafty in a back alley fight, and I'd like to have him on my side. And then for the NBA, I thought long and hard about this. I'm going with Shannon Sharp. He's not even an NBA player, but he shows up. At a Memphis Grizzlies Lakers game wearing a fucking grandma sweater and he ruined the season for the Grizzlies. They were not the same after that game when he started talking shit to the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies are a team that they they like to think they're tough, right? They got Steven Adams, uh, who is, you know, he's Steven Adams. He's a he's a big, bulky son of a bitch, and he's an Aussie as well, or he's a New Zealander, sorry, he's a Kiwi. And he's somebody who you could be afraid of. And they got John Morant talking shit, throwing guns with lasers and shannon sharp shook that team so hard i want him on my side in a back alley brawl matthew dude after that happened who's talked about the memphis grizzlies since and that's fine like sons never got talked about not in a good way no one believed does anybody even know they're the second seed in the west 
And not a lot of people think that they can beat the Lakers. I think they can. I think it'll be a six-game oh, series. Can too. I think they and can. We'll deal with that. Them. That that'll be in the playoff oh, preview, which we're doing next on pod. Friday. But we'll yes. get there. But yeah, you're right. They haven't talked about them since. All right. Well, uh, let's get through the Jamsters. So yeah, the Sir Hamo says uh, Stephen Adams, good pick. Go. Always a solid. Always pick. a good pick. Yeah. Hubo says Biz all day. P Dog 006, probably my favorite name. Tory Craig, not even close. Coach Fallen Founder, what you got? Sons busy NBA bowl bowl. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Bowl bowl. Oh my god. No, I don't want him in a back alley fight with me, man. Like all it takes is one person just like kicking his knee and it's just he's done, dude. He's done. He's a stick. Know. That long would... that that long punch is coming in. You got like an hour to duck it. I'm sure he just grabs someone on the head, dude, and just put him across from him and just kick him. Keep kicking him. One kick at a time. <laughs> Christian Perez says Sons James Jones. Yeah. And uh Jaw. Mm, yeah maybe not ish is a tank Giannis and yeah for the nba yeah. uh that was actually by joel Romero. excuse me uh sun's down on the podcast says sun's busy nba jaw he's gangsta uh emac naz ish emac naz and busy so good solid picks uh for yes. the suns i'm gonna give it to busy i think he doesn't fuck around um there's a part there was a time last year where i think it was demarcus cousins trying to go after him and then he just like stood up to him like what the fuck yeah, and like scared the shit out of him. Yeah. That he's gonna win this until he's off the Suns, and then wherever he's at in the NBA, I'm gonna choose him for the NBA. Really? Uh, NBA, I'm gonna go Joel and beat. I think. I think he's just so laxed, but just like carefree. And I am envious, and I'm just jealous of the way he just seems to be as a person. Because I feel like he can just kick someone's ass if he wants, and then just you know, hmm, oh well, we'll go about the day and just continue to do what I was doing, practice basketball. I don't know. Practice That's why basketball. I just trust him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll allow. Great. We'll allow. Great stuff. Huh? Two. Two more awards to get to, Jamsters. The beer crack. <laughs> Favorite player award. God, beer look weird. Dude. All those beer <laughs> cracks like come alien? back when Matthew used to crack beers on the podcast. Yeah, I look like a fucking alien. So the beer crack award for your favorite, it's your favorite player, right? Uh, both on the Suns and in the NBA. Matthew, preseason, you said Cameron Johnson, so I assume you have a new favorite player on the Suns. And for the NBA, Josh Giddy. Yeah. Well, That's a good we, one. Um, how are we looking now? So Giddy was there still. Um, I think for favorite player for the NBA, though, it's going to be SGA for sure. Uh, you mentioned him earlier, just his game, how he can control games now and take over and the wacky shots he can just create around the rim. This guy's unbelievable. And a guy that I've always wanted to be a son that we go after every time it's a trade deadline or something. Could we get him? Could we get him? He finished the season. They're moving on next game. I'm excited for him. Uh, for the Suns, though, I think it's just going to be Booker. Booker till the day he dies or I die or this podcast dies. Definitely going to be my favorite son. Even both, if we have KD. Both solid picks. Uh, SGA is one of those guys. Yeah, man. I just, God, I wish we had him on our team. And I know Jeez, we talk about it a lot. Uh, the Jamsters, <laughs> Suns Down Under says says book and in the NBA book. Uh, that's not how the game is played. You have to pick somebody in the get NBA. Get out of here. Not look, I look like a hump. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of So, uh, Mikhail Bridges for Monsieur Pro. Fabio says uh, Suns, KD and book. NBA, KD and Mikhail. 
So I guess if that's the front half of the season, the back half of the season, that actually plays. Joel Ramirez, DeAndre Ayton for the Suns, and NBA Anthony Edwards. I like that. Anthony Edwards is one of those guys who can definitely start to grow on you. Too bad I didn't step up last night. Coach Fallen Founder gives it to Book, and in the NBA, Dame Lillard. Word. Give it up for uh, it's the next year. For Dame. Um, <laughs> Suns down under. Uh, lies. Fuck every other team. Well, that's not how this game is played, okay? Uh, for myself, preseason, I stated that it is Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns. And for the NBA, I said, KD hurt my feelings. So I'm changing it up this year, and I'm going with Giannis. You got to remember, our preseason jammies was right after the whole, because KD coming to the Suns. He's not coming to the Suns. He's talking to the Nets mm-hmm. again. Meh. And I, every year, always pick KD, because KD is my favorite player who doesn't play yeah. for the Suns. You now ask me who my favorite member of the Suns is, and I want so much and so bad to say KD. Uh, but it's tough, man. Devin Booker, who he is, what he means to this organization, what he means to this fan base. He is the greatest son of all time. He already is. And he oh, has, yeah. I mean, he's been to as many finals as every other great son of all time. But I still got to go with KD. I love KD. Man. Oh, wow. And and, uh, and for the NBA, it's Mikhail Bridges now. Mikhail Bridges, you will always be my favorite player, not a member of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, obviously, because I love who he is. I love the game that he plays, and he will always have those ties to the Phoenix Suns. So I don't think there's any wrong answers there. Last award of the night, everybody. This is the one everybody's been waiting for. The Big Dick Book Award. The Big Dick Book Award, a.k.a. the MVP Award. Who is the MVP of the Suns, and who will be the MVP in the NBA? For the Phoenix Suns preseason, I gave it to Devin Booker, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with D-Book on that one because he is the guy who is the reason we're the fourth seed. He is the one thing. I know that he was injured for 20 games in the middle of the season, and we felt it, and the team held on. But before that and after that, this team has been fantastic with him. Uh, the, the statistics he put up, obviously he broke Tom Chambers' single-season record for points in a in a – uh, or average scoring average, whatever. Um, 27.8 is what he scored, but it won't count because he, didn't, he only played in 53 games. Uh, you have to play in at least 70% of the games for, for it to count with the record books. But this this season, when he played, the Suns were 34-19. and 19. MVP right there. And I know, KD, we were 8-0, but we were 34-19 with Devin Booker. As for the league MVP, I'm going to give that to Joel Embiid. I think this is Joel Embiid's year. I think, uh, obviously, there's been – it's a three-headed race. It's a three-horse race. It's Joel Embiid. It's Nikola Jokic. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I think that Jokic just kind of took his foot off the pedal because De- uh, Denver kind of took their foot off the pedal. and They're worried about the postseason. I don't think he cares about getting a another MVP, his third consecutive one. I think Joel Embiid has played great this entire season. It's easily been his best season. And I will say, again, echoing – Bill Simmons, he says, if you go back and you look at the last five years and you tell me Joel Embiid won one MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo won two MVPs, and Nikola Jokic won two MVPs, I think we got it right. And I think we got it right. So that's where I'm at. Matthew, where are you at? Um, well, uh, first the Jamsters. Always I know them. I know them. This is a weird one. Uh, Fabio Nazanski. <laughs> I always say it's a different name every time. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if you're answer- actually answering that one. <laughs> but yeah, sure. Uh, Suns Down Under podcast says uh, Suns book NBA and Bead. 
Two dollars. Thank you very much. Suns D book NBA and or I'm sorry, D book for the Suns NBA. DeMar DeRozan's daughter. If you saw that, her screaming. That's screaming now. I feel like a lot of fans, a lot of if you're a little girl out there, whatever, that's gonna be a thing. Mm -hmm. I can scream like a little girl too. So we know. Um, P Dog 006 Booker uh, for the Suns and then Trey Man for the NBA. Interesting or Terrence Man. Uh, Fabio Nazaki says Suns KD NBA Giannis. Did I just read yours? My bad. Oh no, <laughs> Demar Derozan was not your answer. Emac Naz says Al McCoy. Great Word. answer. Monzer Pro says MVP for the Suns is as D Book for the NBA is Giannis Cubo Book until I die in NBA. Word. I'd say Embiid. I hope um, you live a long and happy life. And twenty years from now, Booker's not playing, or fifty years from now, he's not playing. So, so even when I die, the first thing I'm gonna think about is book. So, when I wake up or wherever I'm at, okay. Coach Fallen founder, uh, Suns book NBA Joker. Uh, Monster Pro says Giannis. Um, so for me, you want to go ahead? Or did you already tell me who I picked? Before? No, but I will definitely let you know who you picked before preseason. You said Devin Booker, and for the NBA, drum roll, please. Matthew picked for the Big Dick Award winner for the NBA, Zion Williamson. <laughs> you know, did you see that interview today with him? Where he's just no. like, I'm I'm healthy, but I don't want to go out there and distract my team. It's, it's weird. I don't know what's going on over there with that dude. Ben Simmons is weird, but this is like, I think it doesn't matter level. anymore. They gone. Yeah, I know. It's funny. The two teams we played last year, they're already gone. Yep. Um, yeah, so NBA, I'm going to say Embiid just because you have to give it to him. You just have to. There's no, I know Giannis is probably better, but you have to give it to Embiid. Um, it's gonna be Booker, man. Booker this year to start the year, and it's crazy. It's his fault. All this trade went, ha- trade happened, and Mikhail's gone. All right, guys, it's his fault, but it's also his fault we got KD, uh, in, the, in a good way. I think Devin Booker because there are games where I watch this year where I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I'll just leave the room. I'm like, what I just saw is greatness. It's Kobe, Michael Jordan's games he's had this year. It, they were that good. And, uh, yeah, so he's MVP for sure. Did I talk to you about watching his highlights? Uh, who's bookers bookers? No. So we have a new intro to the podcast. For those of you who watch, uh, we, again, we're now a, a fan sided podcast. So they assist in distributing our pod and in doing so, I wanted to add a, a couple new dunks. I mean, it's the jam session. So for those of you who watch the pod, our whole intro, why the music is playing, is a bunch of different sons throughout history making slam dunks. So I was looking for a good Devin Booker dunk, and I found myself watching 10-minute highlight videos of Devin Booker. And we get so used to watching him time and time again, game in and game out, putting up 27.8 points. If you just take the time and go on YouTube and just look for like the highlight videos of Devin Booker, it's like 10 minutes of Devin Booker just dropping his big dick all over the court or whatever the title is. It's really an amazing watch. And it's fun because, I mean, obviously, as Suns fans, we remember every game in which it, that, that specific moment happened. But when you put them all together collaboratively, it's such an amazing watch. You're like, dude, this guy is so fucking good. He's so fucking good. Dude. He's so good. He's so good. So uh, that's it on the jammies. But I want to talk about some other things that we we had some preseason predictions. Yeah. Okay. So here were some of the questions that we asked at the preseason. Let's see how any of these panned out. Some of these we don't know the answers to yet, but it's always interesting to see. You know, you can't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. Will the Suns have any all-NBA players? I said Booker second team. You said Booker first team and CP3 third. 
I think we can both agree they will have none, correct? Zero. All defensive team, we both said McHale first team. Uh, that might, I don't know if that'll be true, but it won't be as a member of the Phoenix Suns, so we were wrong there. All stars, I said two, Book and DA. You said one, Booker, but then you also said maybe Aiton. We only had KD, if you even count that. Uh, how many three-point attempts will DA take this season? I said 24. You or no, no, no. I said 60. You said 19. He took 24. Only 24 three-point attempts by DA. I won. What, what you 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 finally won one, Matthew. You got one right, kind of. <laughs> You're off by five. <laughs> uh, what will the Suns' final record be? Now, again, the Suns finished 45 and 37. I said 49 and 33, so I was off by four games. Matthew said 60 and 22. So, Matthew, you were off by 15 games. Not bad. <laughs> How many times will we reference the Cam Johnson contract? I said every time he scores 20-plus points, so 15 times. And you said 60-plus, and I don't even know if we mentioned it 10 times because he was injured, and then he came back and we traded his ass. I don't think we said it once. Yeah, I don't know if we really did. Mm-hmm. Does D, does Booker surpass TC's 27.2 points record? We both said yes. Now, again, as I mentioned before, he do, he played 53 games, so it's close. You have to play 58 games for it to count. He was five off. You said that he would finish with a scoring average of 28.5. I said he would average 27.6. I was off by 0.2 points per game. Uh, what's your hot take this season? And I said for the Suns that they'd only win 49 games. You said Shamit traded. For the NBA, you said Brandon Ingram is traded. And I said that the Nuggets will win the West. I was right there. I got that one right. Were those really hot takes? Shamit traded? (laughs) That was a bad hot take. Who cares about that? That was like a lukewarm take. Oh, that was, you know, kind of. Yeah, that wasn't even anything. That's like yeah. me not doing my homework and just throwing something out there quick. Yeah, that, that was you like predicting. It wasn't a hot take. You're like, no, this is going to happen. So I want to look good at the end of the year when <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the jammies. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Another, another Woo! jammy award done. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you to everyone who, who decided to hang out in the chat or who is listening at a later time or is watching a later time. We appreciate it. Just so everyone knows, the playoffs do start on Sunday for the Phoenix Suns. So obviously, we'll be going live after every game. We will be having our playoff preview on Friday night right here on the Suns Jam Session podcast. And we will be joining Suns Geek tomorrow night on his channel to do a playoff preview with him as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to vet all of our shitty takes there, pick out the good ones, and then we'll make sure that we have them on ours. And we're also going to have, for Game 4, which is on Saturday, April 22nd, the game starts at 12.30 Arizona time, we are going to have a Suns Jam Session watch party. It's going to be occurring at Blue Agave, located on Scottsdale Road and Mayo in North Scottsdale, right off the 101 in Scottsdale Road. So if anyone wants to come join us, we'll be watching the game at Blue Agave. And then once the game's done, we'll be going live on the Suns Jam Session podcast. I know Gavin from the Suns Down Under podcast will be in town. So if you want to kick it and try to outdrink one of the Aussies, he'll be there too. Uh, but we look forward to rem- reminding you of that over and over again until that occurs. And we look forward to the to the postseason, baby. Here we go, man. I know. I'm, I'm so begins. stoked. 
yeah, all these awards and stuff, it's mainly just going into the playoffs. You're like, and you know, when we talk about Booker and the highlights, I'm like, dude, we still haven't seen the best of him. Forget oh. that he can drop 40. Oh my god, this is awesome. We got so many things to talk about on Friday's pod because, like, yeah, this yeah, is, there's... this is fun. This is us putting a little bow on the 2022-2023 regular season. It is gone now. The jammy's been handed out. All everyone mm-hmm. who won one is going back and they're they're boning their significant other while the jammy's mm-hmm. watching them. They're they're taking white claws and just spraying them all over the room. They're excited. But you know what? The real awards start to come with this postseason that lies ahead. We're going to talk about expectations. We're going to talk about series expectations for the Suns, other expectations as it relates to the other. Uh, I, I got so many graphics I have to start working on now that I think about it. And I got like a day to do them. So plenty to talk about on the next edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast. But again, thank you to everyone who joined us on this one. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. In fact, we do have some new Apple uh podcast reviews matthew you want me to read them or should i oh yeah good i like your style uh web clayton said sun's jam session haiku i love this (laughs) sun's pod pure fire darth voida lissy's ire laughs rise ever higher thank you for that five-star review was that then desire what's that what was the lissy desire lissy's ire ire Iyer, Google it, you uneducated fuck. Uh, <laughs> Alfred, Alfred Beno, one 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 said, "Longtime listener, I started listening to this pod at the start of the 2019-2020 season. Wow, you you're an OG. Uh, I have gone through a lot with these two since then. This is my go-to pod for Suns, not just post game either. These guys do a great job of analyzing what they are seeing on the court, and it's also very fun and engaging. So thank you, Alfred, for that." Truly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the jammies. Hope everyone enjoyed the jammies. And we'll see you on Suns Geek channel tomorrow night and on our channel on Friday. Until then, everybody, have a nice day. Yeah, go home and love your chips and salsa. Ooh, chips and salsa. I could go for that. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.